Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean, joined as always by the boys, James Matter, George Svender. We've got to stop doing this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to stop looking each other in the eyes. Yeah. And I'm jealous. It's man. almost getting Jeez. romantic at this stage. Yeah. Oh, I love you know, next pod, we're looking. We're oh, looking yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I love you. Just, just to break it up a the bit. The thing is, you know? because of the way that I'm positioned, it's easier to, it's always easier for me to look at them. <laughs> we're very close. We should start, yeah, we should start like this. Actually. I'm kind of like, I'm, the, come I'm, on, I'm on the outer here. Like, yeah, come you know? closer, Jimmy. <laughs> we are quite close yeah. to have such strong eye contact. I'll admit that. Well, look, today we have one more of our ranking videos. So today, what we're doing is top 10 rucks over the last 20 years. The yeah. reason for that, we thought it's a bit hard to just do current Ruckman because if we're talking last three years like the other videos were, you're sort of just talking about yeah. the same guys. You're stuck on three people, yeah. Um, so we've yeah. got a few throwbacks in here um, and we'll just work our way back from 10 to 1 going in order again. So without further ado, I think as per tradition, Mata gets us going once again. All right, as per tradition, I'll go. Number 10 is a dude who... Didn't win really any All-Australians. Didn't have like... He was never the best ruckman at any point in his career. But this dude was just a scary dude. He was probably the scariest ruckman like probably the last 20 years, I'd say. And you guys... Dino knows already. He's, he's, he's smiling at me. Who is it, Dino? Have you got Mummy? I got the big the Mummy. Big Mumford. Mummy at 10. Man, just just this big boss, man. Like he was just, <laughs> he was fun to watch. You know, he'd be... I feel like he used to get a lot of bumps. He used to, you know, get a lot of suspensions. But it was part of the package with Mummers, you know. Um, he really held it down for GWS for years. He was Nankervis before Nankervis. He was, he was, yeah, he was Nank before Nank. Um, yeah, um, Mummy with a nickname like that, he has to make the list. So Mummy at ten for me. I like it, man. And the whole thing, the funny thing about Mummy is like he kind of resurrected, almost like a Mummy, brought, brought, <laughs> brought back multiple times from Giants. Because they just they needed a ruckman, so they just brought him back. True, and they they kind of taped him up to look yeah. like a mummy as well. You know what I mean? And um, they got weirdly caught in a drug scandal at the end of his career. Like, <laughs> mm. strange. I, what I will say about ruckman is that I just love the fact that they just play forever. So like, it's almost like they're part of your childhood because yeah. they they're just been around forever. And I don't know, like, because of you know the fact that they don't have to run around the whole ground the whole time at high intensity, they can be really old and still play to a high level. So that's mummy mm. as well. Look, um. For number 10, I've got Big Boy McAvoy. Nice. Okay. Um, big Boy. You can't really just because it sounds cool to say his name. To be honest with you. <laughs> big Boy. <laughs> We're just picking the best nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Nah, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he, at his best, he was uh, quite a good ruckman and, and key to um, uh, Hawk's success as well. And um, I've just got him in number 10. <laughs> I don't know much to say. <laughs> Fair enough, man. It's actually quite funny that you guys mentioned Mumford and McAvoy because they were the two I was fighting over for my 10 slot. And oh, I let, I let Mumford. Just ah, purely because enough. I find him fair more... F- he's more fun to watch. Um, my list, as you'll come to find, is just pure vibes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any stats, bro. I've got yes. not one single stat for any of these guys other yeah. than what's in fresh in the memory. So, um, yeah, for me, look, the big mummy, just when you think of him, big tackles, follow-up work, a mm. little bit dirty, but that's what you love about the big ruckman. Mm. Sometimes they just... Just throw, a little bit dirty. They throw their weight around, man. Bit, like yeah. this guy, if he could choose violence, he would. And <laughs> yeah. there's something to be said about that within mm. reason, of course. He should have um, been a boxer, really. Like, you oh, know, man. imagine him as a heavyweight boxer. He's well, Bell no to the Barry Hall. Do yeah. the, no, well, Bell Chambers just fought Mooney a few weeks ago. All right, Mummy, ne- that's that's Bell Chambers' next fight. Bell Chambers mummy. beat Mummy. Ooh, that'd be, that'd be sick. I reckon yeah. Braden Proust should go there as well. True. He's got to be a scary yeah. player. Man. Well, he's, he hasn't really, he's never fit enough to play in the AFL, so at least just chuck him in the boxing ring. Yeah, you know? he's injured anyway. Yeah, yeah. Change, change codes, I reckon, for him. Fair enough, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, so I'll go to my number nine now. And this one is a shorter career than the rest, but just based on how good he currently is, I had to include him, which is Tim English. So oh, fair enough. Oh, okay. Even though he's been only really dominant for a year and probably a half, I think just factoring how good he is, mm. he will achieve more. So for me, it's more like, okay, I see this guy getting 20 plus touches. How many hitouts? A couple goals, couple marks. Like he just stuffs the stat sheet. Um, and he's just better than other guys I was considering. Like he's better than McAvoy. I don't care how long McAvoy played for. Tim English is better. Fair enough. Yeah, he's um, reached his, yeah, he's reached a high higher already. level of playing, yeah. Yeah. So I just had to include him. Um mm. but yeah, from here on out, everyone else has got a longer career with more accolades. So cool. Fair enough. My number nine, I've got Mumford. So I had him one yeah, yeah. one before you guys. <laughs> I just yeah, the longevity, the ability to kind of play multiple teams over multiple years and and uh He's the type of guy, especially in, in more recent memories with the Giants, when he played, they won. And when he didn't play, they lost. Like that's the influence he had on their um their team. So um that's why I've got him in the top ten. Nice. So I've kind of done the, the swap on you. I've got McAvoy at number nine. And uh give him some flowers because I didn't really talk about him much. Yeah, look, with with McAvoy, he's part of two premierships with the Hawks. And the thing I like about him as well is that he spent a, f- a bit of time forward as well and was good there. But also, he played in the defense at one point as well. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, this dude was super versatile. So, to be able to, you know, hold it down in the ruck and then play, you know, the key position, you know, in the forward line, in the defense when needed, I think that's very valuable. So, he goes at number nine, just above Mac of, uh, above Mumford, rather. So, now I'm going to go for my eight. And number eight, I feel like this was, I feel like this was a play that you really liked. He used to play for Carlton, but didn't have his peak there. Sam Jacobs. Sammy Jacobs, mate. Sammy Jacobs. He so three times he was in the Australian squad. Was he? Yeah, but didn't make it. So not Australian team, but he was in the. He was a gun. He was a gun. Absolutely, man. Like this dude as a tap ruckman was unbelievable, man. And he won three showdown medals, which I know those one game medals aren't the most important things, but I think in that type of game where you've got to be clutch, I don't know who's. Who's Port, who Port's Ruckman was at that time was probably some some scrub. But regardless no. of that, you know, he came up in the big games and did his job. So Sammy, Sauce, I'm, Jacobs. I'm thoroughly enjoying this conversation because I didn't even think of this guy because I didn't do much research. Really? But I'm like, man, no way. Did he make three All-Australian like great? Like, Look, the, 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 squad, the, the squads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was one of those guys where like Matthew Cruiser was the clear number one ruck for Carlton, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they got rid of Sam Jacobs for that reason, I believe. And Sam Jacobs had a better career than Cruiser, more more so because Cruiser could never get on the park. But you know, it's like pretty crazy that you had like a pretty good ruckman and similar to Eddie Betts goes to Adelaide and finds success in just a much better team. That's crazy. Yeah, I just didn't think of him at all. I didn't realize he was that good. Yeah, Must have no, been paying attention. Source Source was that guy, man. Yeah, like, man. It was between him for a while, like a big saucy. Like I remember in Supercoach at the time, it was like either you had Source or you had Goldie. Or you had, See, you maybe know, that's that why I missed it because I wasn't playing Supercoach when I was a kid. So You missed out, bro. I missed yeah. out on the Jacobs era. <laughs> Go back it. in time, man, oh, and start playing. Bro. Damn mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. nice. So, number eight? Yes. Oh, have you done your eight? Your eight? That was my eight. Okay. Yeah, so I, yeah. Number eight, I've got a throwback guy that I don't know much about, right? But I've outsourced this, this pick to the internet and to <laughs> my dad <laughs> <laughs> to try work out. And it's Brendan Laid. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, and I remember Brendan Lade. Lade. He, so double, uh, dual uh, All-Australian, uh, won in the first premiership for Port in 2004, mm. um, best in Ferris in 2006. So I don't remember much. I remember the name, but I don't remember watching it much because I was too young. Yeah. But 
you know, history says that he was quite good. So he's, <laughs> he's there for me. I reckon in 2010, I had him in my Supercoach team. So that's the vague memory. I can just see the Port jersey in the yeah. rock. There's a, there's a part of me yeah. that kind of is a piece of history in my mind with Brendan Laid. So I've chucked mm. him in there. I like it. Yeah. Shout out the internet on your dad. Yes. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, it was a good one. I like that one. Beautiful. Lady. Well, my one actually at eight is Brad Oddens. Oh, okay. that's, a, that's a good one, man. I don't have him in there. but like, I like Oddens, man. See, Brad Oddens for me, my memory is just more as a forward. Like I can't actually remember watching him and like thinking, oh, this guy's a great ruckman. But he's just a huge bloke. Um, kicking multiple goals. I did actually check his stats and he's kicked a lot of goals. A lot of goals. I think he played a bit of forward as well. Heaps of forward, yeah. yeah. Um, but look, three premierships. Those Geelong teams obviously probably would have won without him. But in saying that, he was a big part of when they were winning. So, And they probably haven't had as good a ruck since, to be fair. So... Um, in fact, probably almost definitely. So I think, yeah, big Brady Oddens finds a way on my list. And then at number seven, I've got Brady Grundy. Nice. So for me, Grundy, obviously, he's more that modern ruckman. He was probably the first in a while to be like more of a ground level ruckman. Um, the follow up work is what he was really known for. So, and still is. Um, but yeah, at his peak, you know, we can think of this guy getting close to 30 touches bunch of tackles like he was just all over the ground he was the man for yeah. collingwood at that time they gave him they gave him a million dollars a year for a reason like exactly. he was a such a dominant yeah, i thought he was going to be like a generational talent mm-hmm. and he's still very good ruckman probably hasn't hit those peaks but yeah well it's because mm-hmm. of him as well that people rated someone like luke jackson so highly out of the draft like usually you wouldn't pick a ruckman that high but when you look at how dominant grundy was at the time you're thinking geez this guy's like grundy but even more nimble well the versatile rucks are, actually have been picked high in the past like a cruiser's number one um, there's other ruckmen that have been picked uh, because if they have both the uh, athleticism um, and the ability to follow up their work, then they become such powerful assets to the team. Right? Mm. So they become like the fifth midfielder yeah. that certain people have been, you know, coined as. Yep. You know, people higher on the list, and we'll get to those. Nice. I've got Grundy at seven as well. So that's all. Nice. Ah, oh, cool. Uh, my number seven is Paddy Ryder, and Paddy Ryder. He's a yeah, an all Australian. He won a best and fairest as well. Was a really solid contributor over three teams. Like even in the later part of his career, um, for the Saints was a gun. Um, he won an Anzac Day medal as well. So I was going to ask you guys this: Is there the? Do you guys value those medals, like the random game medals? I think the Anzac Day one you do. I think the Norm Smith you do. Any? Do you yeah, guys have any thoughts I, on that? I think so. The really big games, big crowd. You know, if you stand up. Then um, there is something to be said about it, but the the thing about putting too much weight in it is it can be a little bit of an anomaly because it's just like one game a year. If some guy just has you know an amazing performance out of nowhere and wins it, so I don't know how much you can take for it. But I think I think you put value in it, but just not lots and lots of weight. Fair enough. Maybe more so than Norm Smith, if anything. No, definitely, person. definitely Norm Smith. Yeah. Yeah, Norm Smith. I think's on in a league of its own as a medal. Mm. Just to be best on ground in a grand final, it doesn't get much better than that. But mm. I think there's something to be said. Like when the all the lights are on and big crowds and stuff, if you are the one stepping up, I think especially if you've won it multiple times, that's really impressive. Yeah, for that's true. And if you win in the big ones, like I remember a couple of years ago, Darcy Parish, or maybe it was even last year, won like all of the medals, like Anzac Day medal, mm. all all like three or four of them in that year. Yeah, what was the other one? The Dreamtime? Dreamtime. Dream yeah. Um, the, whatever other ones there were, he won like all of them. Depends how you win it as well. I guess if you win it just because you had 35 touches and you do that, you know, half the year, if you're a gun midfielder, it's like, eh, whatever. But if you've stepped up and kicked a couple goals as well and actually had a match-winning performance, I think, you know, you can really put a lot of stock in that. 
at the end of the day. So, all right, my number six is the guy you guys mentioned earlier. That's Brody Grundy, and I think with Grundy, so it's he's it's two All Australians and two Best and Ferris, both at Collingwood, right? The thing with him, I actually think he's probably still the same guy as that Brody Grundy, but it's just that he couldn't fit in at Collingwood because of the massive contract. He didn't he just didn't fit their structure anymore. They needed to allocate that money differently. And now he's playing with Gorn, so we can't really flesh out the, you know, you know, his, you know, ability. It's kind of a shame because, you know, he's he's up there. He's right up there with Gorn in my eyes when it comes to the Ruckman. Well, I think he's outperforming him this year. Yeah, well, there you go, man. Do but you think now that Melbourne's done this move, and let's be honest, as of recording right now, they're not playing the greatest footy mm. this year. They're still getting the wins most of the time and, and still pretty high up on the ladder. But you reckon they reassess that? Move on. Definitely not gone. So I, I kind of think having two really great ruckmen is a bit of a waste. Mm. I don't know. I think it, de- it depends how much money they get. They have to pay of the contract as well because you don't want to have like say two million on two rucks. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not really a but wise allocation of. If that million is a superstar mid, you prefer that every time that they. Absolutely, man. I think they should try. If they, I don't. Another they team can't, they can't sell their captain though, right? They can't sell Gorn. No, so no. there has to be Grundy. Yeah, maybe there's another team who needs a ruckman that might, you know, try to get Grundy. I don't know who that'd be, but you know, I I, I want to see him at his best again one day. That'd be nice. But anyway, that's my pick six, Georgie. Uh, my pick six is actually Brad Oddens. Hey, there you go. <laughs> so a bit of like a, you know just a, a callback one. Uh, another ruckman that I remember from my youth. Uh, you know, back in my super coach teens back in the day. Um, you know, triple premiership player. So you said in like the golden era of Geelong. So I don't. He didn't play. Well, he still played over two hundred games and kicked a lot of goals, but um, in, inconsistent at times with uh, injury and stuff. But at his best, was quite a strong ruckman. Nice man. Um, at six, I've got Paddy Ryder. So we spoke about him a little bit before. I just have this image of him just being really fun to watch. Like when he went forward, he was he would always make an impact. Some of his taps. I remember there was that one in when he was at Port. And he sort of tapped it behind his back and Robbie Gray. To Robbie Gray, yeah. You know, kicked the winning goal. Like stuff like that. It's like, man, that was fun. Like what yeah, a that great That was player. his All-Australian year. Yeah. That one, yeah. He was fantastic and, and did it over a few teams and every team, you know, had him. And when they had him, they were better for it. So I reckon he was fan favorite for every one of those teams he was, that he man. played at as yeah. well. Like he just loved watching Ryder do his thing. Mm. It was very like, it was very similar to Nick Nat, the closest thing we had to Nick Nat, who mm. I'm sure if he's not in your top five, that's... He's not in your he top is. five, lads. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting you all live on the Matt's pod. Matt's a loss to five people that he believes are in the top five. <laughs> yeah, no, mate. Um, we can't have another midfielder pod situation, Dino. I'm not bringing this up again. <laughs> um, oh. All right. So, at five. Now, this one here, between five and four, I was tossing up, but I'm going to go Goldstein here at five. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, this guy here, Goldstein, I think what – let's mention firstly, hit outs – one of the best of all time. Like in numbers wise, he is. He is. He has the highest hitouts. Of but any even in terms ever. of like impact of the hitouts, mm. he's just being great at it, not just mm. getting it. Um, and even really underrated, his quick hands. Like he's a mm. slow guy, but his hands are quick. Mm. <laughs> um, probably that basketball background as well, helping yeah, that there, basketball but, background. That's um, it. Yeah. Look, as a North fan, this guy he's been a in my whole memory of watching North pretty much he's been there aside from the first few years when there was Matthew Burden um, <laughs> so he, believe it or not he was still in my memory and, but, and, um, and Macintosh as well oh Hame Hame you should forget him but uh, you know it wasn't to be for long term but yeah mm. Goldie's just come in he's been there through and through and, and still there still our best rock they might throw Jerry in 
you know, in the back half of the year and give him another chance. But mm. North fans look at that and say, until Goldstein can't run anymore, he's going to be our best ruckman because he's that good. Mm. Um, Absolutely. Love and, the guy. and good around the ground as well with Goldie. You know, he can take a, he takes a few marks. He, you know, uses, he, again, quick hands. He uses it well. Yeah. They, a randomly good kick. And that, considering how unco he looks. True. And that game yeah. against Geelong in the elimination final when he marked the ball. To win us the game, basically. Yeah, in defense. that's 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 one of the highlights of like my like. Wait, that was forget Leo Barry. Man. Forget Leo Barry's mark. That was our Leo Barry moment. That was that was man. That was <laughs> that was crazy. Loved it. Beautiful mate. Um, <laughs> so number five. This is where I've got Nick Nat. Oh. So yeah, I mean, the only reason Nick Nat's not a little bit higher is because of how injury prone he's been throughout his whole career. So when he's uh, been up and firing, he's the best ruck of that year. And um, you know, talk about athletic, talk about just powerhouse. Talk, and this is another example of the of a ruckman that is super talented and super mobile, getting drafted early, right? Um, mm. You know, it, sometimes you have to remind yourself and go back to like his highlights when he was younger, of him just pulling the the ball out of the ruck and just bursting forward and kicking goals, like ridiculous stuff. Um, just haven't seen him in such a long time. And um, yeah, it's it's on talent and uh, impact on games. He's there, but yeah, it's just a shame that his uh, career has been interrupted by so much injury. Hmm. One of the big what ifs with Nick Nat. Yeah, um, you know, he could have been a premiership. Could have been player. the greatest ever ruckman if, he, if he'd been consistent. Yeah, he's whole. definitely the most athletic ruckman that's ever played the game, like mm. by far. All these guys on the list are fantastic, but he's just no one. Like, no ruckman's had the power that he's had. No, no, no and like no you way. said, yeah, sprinting away from packs. You know, he's he's hit us to advantage run, yeah, with fantastic yeah, as well. Because of just how yeah, how athletic, how high he jumped. Basically one Pritis the Brown though. <laughs> yeah, true, true. The thing I find crazy is that like West Coast are like the worst team at the moment of all time, right? Like one of the worst teams of all time. Apart from like wasn't there like a there was like a university team, university whatever back in the old VFL days, right? <laughs> They're so bad, but they've been blessed the last like twenty years. Of some really yeah, high level had amazing talent. Ruckman, yeah. and, uh, but not just Ruckman, just in general. So it's kind of but like... they've been a successful team, don't forget. They've yeah, that's, and that's flags. what I'm getting at. They've been blessed and they've been successful apart. Like, you know, it's it's just like, it's weird to think that the team who's been so bad right now, we're just so well, dominant. Uh, and to your point, they've won a flag in each of the last three decades. Oh, 90s, noughties, the 10s. One of the few teams who's probably done that, to be honest. Yeah. We're going so to we're gonna have to have a look, about, look at the stats, but like that's probably, might be the only team who's done it. Exactly right. Yeah. No, I like it, George. Maybe Sydney uh, as well. They we won in the nineties. We beat um, them in one flag in ninety six. We did, we did, but I don't know. Did they win another one? Can't remember. Not sure. Not sure. Anyway, um, so is it mine? Number five. You're Number right, five for me. So this is where I've gone. Big boy, Sandy balls. Um, <laughs> it's Sandy pants. Mate. Sandy pants. Whatever they call him, mate. Um, probably going to get demonetized for that. You know, whole little balls comment. <laughs> Not that we get demonetized. <laughs> Not that we get paid. <laughs> Well, there we get paid. What money yeah. are you getting, bro? Yeah, nah. <laughs> I'm getting some on the side. Don't worry. Nah. <laughs> he gets his 20 cents for a candle at church every week. <laughs> that's too bad. Nah. Um, with uh, Sandlands, man, that's just, he was just crazy to watch, man. Just this giant of a man out there on the football field, man. You know, he made the hit outs just look easy. You know what I mean? Um, it was pretty much, it was a bad day in the office to whoever played against him. Yeah, you look like you have something to say, Georgie. No, no, uh, Sandilands is uh, that's a bit low for Sandilands, I reckon. <laughs> oh, no, fair enough. Fair. Hey, <laughs> no, no, it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> look, the guys who I have above him, they just I, I just I like them more. Well, George, it's, it's, did, it's a really personal list to be honest with you. George did famously say on the main pod a few weeks ago that Sandilands was his favorite player of all time <laughs> no, as a kid. I didn't say favorite. I said one of my favorites. 
Yeah. Pretty sure he's at the favourite. No, I reckon, yeah, I reckon he's, he, you made it out as if like he was Look, like top I, three at the, you know, well, easy. Well, you know you what? Said, I think you said you preferred him to like Sam Walsh or something crazy like that. Like, you guys you guys need to go back and watch that episode and I not will. put words I'm in I'm pretty sure mouth. you said nah. first it's Sandlin, then Judd. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that you did. I feel like you said, oh no, you know Judd's not my favourite player of all time. But he said not. it. He's not. Yeah, but then it's like, you know. Ma- Why should Judd be my favourite player of all time? Because you're a Carlton supporter. Yeah, that's what, I don't like that, man. I don't like, just because it's Carlton, that they ha- your Carlton players have to be a favourite. Yeah, but the thing is like, I liked us, Pendlebury more than Judd at the time. That, that's, that's blasphemous. That's not blasphemous. Hey, you had a Brownlow medalist on your team and you liked another Jewel, guy better. Jewel Brownlow medalist. Jewel Brownlow. See, look at you. Anyway, all right. Um, Good who's, who's what are we next? up to? So wait, you uh, said your five, yeah. Me now, yep. So No, no, you, ju- you just said number four. That was yeah, oh. that was my number five. Sandy was my number five. Oh. Have you said your five? Yeah, Nick Nat. Nick Nat, you said your five. All right, so now I go four and we come back around. My four is big man Toddy Goldstein. That's where I've got him. I bumped nice. him up a bit higher because of the North Melbourne bias, honestly. One and all Australian, one of best and fairest for us. Um, most hit outs of all time. And honestly, he would have more All-Australians, more accolades if he wasn't playing in the same era as Gorn and as Jacobs. There was just there was better Ruckman, you know. I feel like there was some really good Ruckman during his time. Um, I need to watch some tape on Jacobs. <laughs> you know, Jacobs wasn't the right person to say because he, he didn't take any All-Australians from Goldie. But like, I feel like he had, I feel like, yeah. He's like some of the greatest of all time, Judd. You know, Gary Ablett, Sam Jacobs. <laughs> I, I must have been hibernating through the Jacobs era. No, I've got no were, memory mate. of the guy. You, no. was, you was asleep, bro. Jacobs, <laughs> I was. I'm, Jacobs really. was good. Very good. Yeah, nah. Suss some source highlights. I'll mate. suss it out completely, um, mate. Uh, what's it called? So anyway, Goldstein, yeah, he's he's up there. Um, yeah, now he's provided provided me with a lot of joy as a North supporter. So yeah, he's number four. Love it. All right. Number four, I've got Max Gorn. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Well, there's just got to be room whoa. for Sanderlands, mate. <laughs> All right, so, go justify yourself. Well, the other guys I just have there, just because I love them more, because <laughs> <laughs> I love them more. <laughs> I said there's no science to this list. Fair. Uh, just uh, Max Gorn is the best. And you're about to judge me for the Sanderlands pick. Look at you, mate. Bro, you wait, you wait to see where I've got Sandy, mate. Gorn <laughs> needs to be top two in my eyes. Yeah, he probably he needs look, to be. He is uh, one of the. He's the best ruckman of our of the last ten years, right? Mm-hmm. Of our time, um, but um, you know, and, and premiership captain, superstar, went to my high school. Brownie points for that. <laughs> there you go, man. Uh, just I just like the other guys above him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, man. It is a vibes list for the most. It's hundred percent vibes yeah, list. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of you know like um, a science, but not much. It's just yeah. uh, you know. Um, <laughs> very little science yeah very little science on this list um, very little data involved it's just yeah I think because we say the last 20 years I like to think back as well to the players who've had long long careers I mean Gorn is still playing some of these other players are like like Goldie's like 60 and you know like <laughs> Sanderland is, is probably 60 as well now so oh, fair, enough. fair enough man well at five no four I've got Sanderlands so did I say him already no I didn't Sandy for me, look, this is that guy. Four, yeah, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, we're good. Sandy for me, I mean, you just think back to the guy and like he was just so big, but so good. That's the crucial thing. Like, so consistent, man. There's been t- really tall ruckman in the past. Like I mentioned, Matthew. Did I mention Matthew Burden before? Maybe that was off air. Matthew yeah, Burden. Yeah, no, you did mention Matthew Burden. Yeah. Like this guy was huge, yeah, but he didn't like he was uncoordinated and like he was clearly just there because he was huge. Mm. Like Sandlin's was huge, but he was really good. Mm. <laughs> His hands were clean. He could mark. 
he was a goal threat when he parked at full forward. Like for me, this guy, man, like you just made me think of Robbie Warnock from Carlton. He's two eleven. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's been big guys before. I forgot that guy even exists. Yeah. He's just, but he's just big. Yeah, yeah. not I, good. I did, I did see him at the airport. I've seen him at the supermarket. Oh, there you above go, man. the yeah. shelves, man. Yeah, he, he was big, and I'm like, ah, oh, this guy must be someone, and Wait, I figured it out. Did you ask him to get something from the top shelf? Huh? <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, sure. I didn't need anything from there, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. He, he uh, couldn't hear me from up there. He couldn't hear me from <laughs> What's the weather like up there? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, like he was just obviously a really good footballer. He's he has to advantage just due to how much time and space he had. It was just always elite. So mm. what a player! See, I, I think that the thing with Ruckman is that this dude, what is he like? Two was he two eleven or two fourteen centimeters or something? Can you imagine having to run a full AFL game at with that amount of weight? He, didn't, he just walked, man. Did That's he? the thing about him. He, he kind Did of had like the fat Albert vibe, where he, he could just walk <laughs> and get his way wherever he wanted, mate. I'm not walk. Oh yeah, he's speed like he he almost almost like you know could manipulate time. Sandlands. Yeah, no, fair enough, man. He's a uh, fuck. He's Go watch highlights of Sandlands. They're all him walking around. And then watch highlights of Fat Albert, and then compare the two. Has there been an Albert in the AFL? It must have been. Well, I can't think of it in the area because Albert's Albert. very like. That's crazy. And Al- like you know what I mean? Like Albert's not a very popular name. It should be. If there was but one Albert though, he he'd be really good. I reckon. Yeah. There's no way you got an Albert that is bad. Yeah. And he thinks his his name is so close to Ablett. You know what I mean? So surely <laughs> Albert must oh, I haven't be. heard that name. Or maybe he's like years. a bad cousin of his. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to the Alberts out there watching yeah. the video. Right yeah. If you're an Albert, like and comment. Um we've got your back, man. And, and try to become an AFL footballer so we can get more Alberts in there. And you probably um, remember the Alberts in the AFL, so let us know. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just, I'm gonna do a little quick search of AFL Alberts right. as you guys. Can while you <laughs> while you're searching that, uh, my number three is Nick Nutt. So we mentioned him before. I won't go on too much about it, but I think back as well, man. That one game where he took a specky in the goal square against North, and I'm just like, man, this guy. You just knew he was gonna mark it. They kicked it up. They set it to him in the square. You just knew he was gonna mark it because he was that good. Um, and his ruck work, elite. It's a shame that we're probably not gonna really even see him again. Well, even like when where, he did... Where has he been? Was it last year or the year before where he was back for parts of the year and he was still really good? Yeah. Um, even minus the explosive athleticism, he's still one of the best rocks if he was to be fit suddenly this week. You know, he wouldn't have many over him. So, um, for me, yeah, Nick Nutt, top three. My number three is Toddy G. Hey, so, I got Toddy G nice. higher than you guys, that's man. That's, that is big respect. That's crazy. I feel bad now. There's something <laughs> about... and you. You'll know why like Gorn was number four. There's something to me about the longevity of a Ruckman that I just love. And this guy, how is he still playing, bro? And how is he still so good? Mm. I don't get it. That's the thing. He'd still be the he's still the best Ruckman on I'd say at least five to ten teams in AFL right now. Maybe maybe more. Yeah. Like he's I'm trying to think. Name Ruckman who are better than him right now. Gorn, Grundy, uh, Sean Darcy, Jackson, English. English. Marshall, probably. Marshall, probably Briggs, uh, so Wits, Wits. I know that's that's about eight there, right? That means he's still good enough to be on an, on like a, a lot of lists. Well, he he walks into Geelong's team, yep. Hawthorne's team, Eagles, obviously. Mm. But I actually uh, think over the last couple of years he's gotten better than he was. Like you know, is in like he was higher, then he had a bit of a slump, and then he's come back up again. Yeah, the last uh, he's had a sl- a little bit of a resurgence, yeah. a little bit, but like yeah, no, nah, he's he made his best. Mm. He was really up there with. Yeah, so just like I mean, just really just uh, giving him credit for 
how long he's been in the game, most hit outs, how dominant he's been. Like there's been times where he had like 70 hit outs in a game, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I've got him number three. Mm. I've done my, a little bit of research on Alberts before I get to my number three. We had Albert Proud who played 29 games between 2007 and 2010 for uh, Brisbane. Um, okay. Another one who's popped up is Albert Thor- Thurgood. Um, it's, it's, look at this old photo of him, man. Why, so do, got, I, why um, do I know who's going to be redhead? Yeah. Uh, is that right? Because no, Thurgood played for Hawthorne at one point and he was a redhead. It's probably his relative. Might be his, yeah, his, his Bapu or something. What's some... <laughs> 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 nah, so it says he's considered one of the great champion players of the VFA and VFL and possibly the longest place kick of any code in history. What is that? Place kick? Um Described as an ideal footballer. So there you go. Shout out to Albert. Man's wrote his own Wikipedia page, let's <laughs> that's, be honest. That's him. <laughs> ideal, <laughs> I wonder what the ideal footballer was back then. Mm, yeah. Well, it, was, it was Albert. Yeah, it was, it was Albert. Albert. <laughs> it says he played at centre-half forward, but his skill and versatility enable, enable him to be switched to any position on the ground. So it sounds like he was a bit of a gun, to be honest with you. VFA leading goal kicker, VFA premiership player, mate. Shut up. Leading goal kicker for Essendon for five years. Mate, Albert Thurgood, mate. mate. We had an Albert and he was very good. Thurgood. Maybe he should, if we extended the list to 19, whatever that is. Yeah, I know. He'd be on it, This dude played, um, let's see, when was his career? From 1892 to 1906. Wow. We need more Alberts, mate. Man we, saw we, the Carlton three-peat. Look, if we... <laughs> <laughs> But if, if we run out of uh, pot ideas for the offseason, we're going to rank the Ruckman from 1890 to 1910. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Shout out to Albert Thurgood, mate. All right. My number three, finally, <laughs> is Nick Nat. So Nick Nat Anui, he's, he's gone above Sandy and he's gone above Goldie. And so three All-Australians, two best and fairest. The thing with Nick Nat, it's just the entertainment of the fella. Like... That uh, we, we won't have moments like that probably ever again from Nick Nat. So, you know, he had to go up there. It was, yeah, that, it was the vibes really with him that pushed him up. And, yeah, again, shame about his injuries. One of the biggest what-ifs in football if he, you know, was able to play a full career and how good could he have been. So, Nick Nat goes number three and then I go to my number two, don't I? Yes. Who's he going to – what's with the cheeky smile? I have Dean Cox at number two. Oh. Who's number one then? Be gone. He'd be gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, so Dean Cox at number two. We all remember how good he was. He was the guy who was considered the fifth midfielder for mm-hmm. West Coast, you know. And he was, you know, feeding Cousins, Judd, Kerr, Pritis towards the end of his career. Man, with a punda. A bit of bit hey. punda, punda. Yeah, with, with, with a punda. A punda. Yeah. <laughs> I like the punda. Daniel Chick. Um, Daniel Chick, man. They, they had some bad, crazy. Ashley Embley. Andrew Embley. Andrew Embley. Andrew Embley. Andrew Embley. Andrew Embley. Andrew was, he was Andrew the Darren Glass. Yeah, no, Darren Glass is defender. Still no, he's defender. Still Andrew Embley was a Norm Smith. Yeah, bro. Man, he wasn't that good, but like he won a Norm Smith though. He was pretty good. Man. He was solid, ut- man. Utility. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So Dean Cox, six All-Australians, um, premiership player. Here's the interesting thing about him, right? You would have thought that this dude was like a top 10, top five national draft pick. Dude was in the 2000 rookie draft. Mm. How does a man with that much ability? But what did Gorn go? Gorn was a low pick as well. Yeah, but Gorn was in the national draft. He was like in the he was in the thirties. But this dude wasn't even in the national draft. Goes to show what they were looking for in Ruckman back then. Probably wasn't someone who I don't know. But his movement around the ground probably was looked at a bit weaker. Maybe he was probably a project player at the time. Yeah, maybe his his tap work wasn't as good at the time. But he was because you would imagine he would have still been mobile at the time. 
or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he was. He never had the fitness for it at that time. Probably. But yeah. um, from from my little bit of research, it said that he won uh, a VFL or not VFL a waffle um, premiership with East Perth. So obviously he must have dominated the year because he was drafted at nineteen. He must have dominated a year mm. as an eighteen year old and then came into the league and mm. yeah, rest is history. Great player. Beautiful. My number two. Yep. Aaron Sanderlands, baby. Hey. Oh, he's, he's put him up there. Yeah, I'll put him up there. I mean, we'll joke about it, but he's probably my my favorite Ruckman. Um, just, and again, I've, I've said, a, I sound, probably sound like a bit of a broken record, but something about those Ruckmen that were just there forever. Aaron Sanderlands was the starting Ruck in my Supercoach team my whole teenage years, man. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> there's something about that for me. There's something about the consistency, the sol- the 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 solid nature of just yeah, Sandlands, you know he'll perform for you. He just he he just played consistent football. He always played well. He never got beat. He's the goat, man. <laughs> he's the goat. <laughs> Number two on my list. He's the goat. He's the goat. And the thing is, is uh, I just, I just love you know when I was thinking about Sandy Pants, man, he just keeps going Sandy Pants. So I put him there, man. Love it, man. Perfect. Um, so the best part is when he retired, he's like, "What are you gonna do now? Um, I'll be a gardener." <laughs> Sandlands is a gardener, everybody. There you go. Imagine him rocking up to clean your gutters. Imagine him bending down on his knees and like, you know. Uh, forget bending anything. down. He's cleaning my gutters, man, without a ladder. <laughs> yeah, true. He's just like. Ah. <laughs> he has to do like a height risk assessment just, just for just existing. Oh, unreal, man. Um, yeah, love it, George. Uh, at number two, I've got Maxi Gorn. So for me, yeah, he's been the best rock in my lifetime, to be honest, that I've been watching, you know, more of a teenager and adult. Think back to that premiership year they had, man. He was winning games with them with match-winning performances, like goals, pure dominance. Like, you could not stop this guy. Mm. And it led directly to winning, which is rated more than anything, especially with Rucks. Like, oftentimes in the premiership teams, the Ruckman's sort of, like, really solid, but not spectacular. But a few of these guys on the list, like Cox, Gorn, are genuine match winners on premiership teams. So, yeah, pure dominant guy. And that brings me to my number one, which is Dean Cox. So, yeah, probably my earliest football memories was watching... First, it was the Brisbane Collingwood Grand Finals, but then it was Eagles Swans. And this guy, he was just a force, man. Like he was stuffing the stat sheet and just pure dominance. Um, and what a what a team he was part of as well. Like the success for me just wins it over over Gorn. I know Gorn's won one flag as well, but yeah, he's he's done it for longer. I think he's he does probably go down in most people's eyes as the best ruckman. So mm. hard to have him there. I think for for like our generation. Cox last twenty years, one of the greatest of all time. I feel like if you go back further, people used to say, um, was it Polly Farmer? Mm. Was it like the goat, or what's his name was also really good. Um, Jim Steins was also a really good ruckman. But like, I guess we're not really gonna. Rem- that's that's another era. Like, how are we gonna remember? I think that's why we yeah, we decided to make the list from now, right? Because at yeah. least we have some memory, mm. even when we were mm. kids. Yeah. Um, but no, shout out to those old, you know, ruckmen that'll be in their fifties and sixties now. You know, they, they they get their flowers as well, mate. Oh, yeah. The Ruckman of the 70s and 80s. Absolutely, yeah. man. Yeah. I think they were different beasts back in the day, mate. Oh, yeah. Like, they did everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got Coxie number one as well. I don't know. It's just like, you know when you get told something from your parents when you're a kid and you just kind of believe it for the rest of your life? <laughs> like if you have wet hair and you go outside and it's cold, you get sick. <laughs> I think that's like cap. You'll catch that, a cold. That must be cap. Man. That's cap, right? Yeah. So that's so, why you're wearing the beanie. You know? yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, there you go. There he had you wet go. hair and he's wearing a beanie, man. And even though he knows it's cap, he's still nah, like, just in case. Yeah, who knows, man? Yeah. Maybe it was true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's one of those things where, like, I just kind of understood that, like, Cox was the goat back in the day. And I just still kind of think that he's the goat. Yeah. So he's the goat done. That's just simple <laughs> math, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, look, so that leading to my number one, it's Maxi, right? 
So the thing with Maxi, so he has pretty much the same accolades as Dean Cox, right? Both had six All Australians. Gorn had two best and fairest to the one at at that Dean Cox had. Both premiership players. Um, Gorn was a premiership captain, right? Um, and Gorn has, still has a few more years to win a couple more premierships before the end of his career. So I've, I think I've kind of gone based on the fact that Gorn's not done yet is why he's number one. And the thing with Gorn, I just it's probably a bit of recency bias as well, but I just love the way you can put him forward. He'll clunk a mark. Um, I love the way they have him running around the back. Um, they don't get him to be the ruck in the forward line. They will get whoever else it is, Tom McDonald, Brody Grundy, Van Ruyen these days probably, whoever. They'll do that role, and then he'll be just running around the half back line, you know, the wing, just waiting to just clunk yeah, a couple yeah. marks. He's that I just, yeah, I just love that, you know. And I think that's you know, credit to Melbourne and their coaching staff for actually utilizing him to the best of his abilities, because yeah. um, not many players get that opportunity to really you know flesh it out and um, be the best that they can be. And Gorn's had that opportunity. Um, he's been like as much as I love Goldie. Gorn's been the guy. Mm. Gorn's been the guy the last 10 years. Yeah, 100%. I'd love Gorn as well. Like I know everything you said is very true. Like they do use him in pretty clever ways these days, but something mm. just, a part of me wants to just see him be the sole rock, just dominate. Like, because he's mm. playing a really selfless role at the moment as well. Like mm. I do respect it. No, but he's definitely, definitely selfless role, man. Yeah. He could be tearing it apart. That's the thing. Like I respect it massively, but part of me is just like, man, you're so special. Just, you know, Take eighty percent of the rock and just dominate. Our super coach teams would enjoy it as well. They would love it. One hundred sixties every week. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, no, good fun list. I mean, did you guys have any interesting um, omissions that you had? Well, like, I didn't have Paddy Ryder. What you guys have? Mm. Look, I think I had, I didn't have Ottens or Laid or any of those kind of mm. older guys because I just mm. I didn't really vibe having him on my list so much. Yeah, just certainly. because I don't know I'm a bit younger than you guys. I wanted to I shout out a, a few guys that yeah, just for, just for the fun. Bit of a laugh, mate. Yeah. It's not even like I considered them for my, my list. Is a bit of a piss take, right? Yeah. So I just wanted to put it. Mine. <laughs> see, I've got a few names here. Not really guys I was considering for my list at all, but just like a few funny throwback names. All right, so Matthew Lumberger, remember him? Hey, yeah, Matthew right. Lumberger could have been anything as well. Could've a lot been. of these rucks just like. Just never got a, never Remember, got the opportunity. Um, you know? What about a Josh Fraser? Remember him? Yeah, absolutely. Josh um, Fraser. How can you forget? Within twenty years ago, Luke Darcy was still playing, but he was on the back end. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, David Hill. David Hill. Yeah, was a great ruckman. Very well great for, ruckman. The, for the Dons back in the day. Um, um, there was that one year where. Bont was third rock up. So shout out oh, that. Oh, hey, Sean Grigg. We forgot about Sean Grigg. Sean Grigg. Oh, he should have been rock. top five. That would have been such a funny These pick, guys man. changed the rule. Bont and Grigg changed the AFL's rules of a third man up. Yeah, That's how dominant they were. Mitch, Rick, was, Mitch Rick wasn't even third man up. Was it? Oh, Rick just played. He was just the, playing rock. He was just the backup rock. It's like, no, nah, we they, don't they want. They just said stuff. We're not going to win clearance anyway. Just yeah, true. The second rock is usually pretty crap. So this is like, you know, we'll just chuck Griggy in there. I love it. Yeah. What about Sean Hampson? Sean Hansen, <laughs> yeah. Ivan Marriage. Ivan. Hey, you know what? Marriage. Ivan maybe should have gotten a little shout for the list. Hey, shout out as well. Was he a premiership player? He mm. probably was. Was he? He would have been, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. for sure. I'll, I'll tell you. I can't remember. I don't know if you... I thought Nane Curvis came in in 17 and... and yeah, I'm going to have a look. Marriage didn't win it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a little look, but Marriage was a... He was a... I'll beast. tell you who did win a premiership. David Hale, he won a premiership. David, David Hale, Hale. Man, he probably deserved a bit. Was you he know, the first Hawks you, one? The thing is, that's funny. Like he wasn't a great player, but that Hawthorne team was so dominant. Him resting forward was a genuine problem because you couldn't take your eyes off Roughhead 
Gunston, Franklin. Mm. So he genuinely was a nuisance, man. Mm. <laughs> he was so good. Yeah, you know, Marich retired in 2017. Yeah. So he, he kind of just... Had, he got superseded. Yeah, he did the hard yards, yeah. you know, not make any finals. He walked then, so none could fly. But you know, my, fa- my favorite Marich memory is in 2013 uh, elimination final against Carlton. He kicks the goal in the last quarter and absolutely like loses his mind. He's like, Muller is flying everywhere. He's, like, he's going crazy. And they lost that game. Is that the one where he's kind of gone? <laughs> he kind of uh, that's I the movement so. I'm, I can picture is just a dude doing this. He kicks a goal on the run. Marlott's flying. Yeah, he just he loses his mind, mate. Like yeah. he's up and about. Yeah, we're back in it. No, you won't, mate. No, you won't. Nah. What about Justin Kozitski? Whoa! But was he? He he oh. was a ruck. Uh, I think of him as a forward, but he probably was a ruck. He, wasn't he? was playing quite a bit of ruck. I don't, can't yeah, remember the split, but man, he definitely rucked at points. Man, that uh, I can't spell his name to search him up. <laughs> I I I I'm pissed. I didn't think of Kozy, man. Kozinski was such a gun. He would have definitely made my list if I thought he he didn't. Yeah. I think I looked him up recently, and uh, I just ran him. And it was hard for me to spell his name as well. But he didn't play a lot of games, Kozinski. Yeah, he had Wait, a lot of concussion injuries. Yeah. Justin, like just because if I put Justin K O S C H, oh, here we go, it comes yeah. up. Justin Kozinski. I couldn't search up his last name. It's yeah, Koshitsky. That's a crazy name, bro. Koschitske. Koschitske. Um, he was. Uh, he didn't do a hell. His career highlights. They don't give him much uh, love there. But he was very good when he was fit. Maybe he was more of a forward rock. But nah, man. Cozy, man. That was. A, that's a very um. That was a good little throwback there, man. I've got good that's, memories of this stuff. Yeah, what about Matthew Primus. Remember Matthew, him? See, I don't remember Primus no, that I don't much. Remember him that's uh. See, Dean's showing his age there. What about uh, who was the ruckman for Brisbane during their premierships? Um, Keating, Clark Keating. What what about Stefan Martin? Yeah, he was all right. Stefan Martin had a few dominant years, man. Yeah. And dude's jacked, bro. Yeah. Like, See, why the Ruckman list just the most fun list, man. I love Ruckman. I gotta yeah. say, I gotta say, Matthew Cruiser, man, another massive what if. Like, this guy, yeah. who was a bigger that, what actually, if? That's a, that is a bigger what if, yeah. Bigger what if? Matthew Cruiser or Hamish McIntosh? <laughs> Definitely Cruiser, there. <laughs> Come on, man. But you, you need to rewind man. the clock. You, you're not knowledgeable enough mate, on Hamish, right? Mate, he's sleeping on Hamish. Big H, you know? I'm definitely. I'd, all right, he was in my super coach team at one point, so mm. respect for that. Everyone had Hamish. I've got burned by him at least once. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I think that's enough fun for now, yeah, boys. Yeah, that, um, was, that was a good one. Honestly, I, I didn't expect that the Ruckman the best pod one, would be the most fun, but that was very fun. Sandilands is the goat, bro. Sandilands is, is the goat, but second no, on your but list. Second <laughs> on <his> list. <laughs> oh, man. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening. Please leave a sub and, and like the video. Uh, if you've got any Ruckman, just a throwback, or if you have a different opinion on your list, let us know. But yeah, Tell us um, your favorite Ruckman. Let us know. If you've, if you've made it to the end, you've got to tell us your favorite Ruckman of all time. Actually, one more before we go. Will yeah. Minson. Will Minson, yeah. Man, bro, just that, man. What? The dog is. Will Minson. Surely you know Will Minson. Just search oh, up Will Minson. Remember. The guy with the curly yeah, yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, search up. Wow, that's a callback. Search up Will Minson getting sprayed by Rodney Eat. Yeah, that's one of the best videos. That is like. honestly goat video. All right, I'm we're going to show you after this. Bro. We're ending oh. the part and we're going to watch that video. Uh, <laughs> you probably will do the same thing as well. Uh, All right. Thanks, everyone. See you Thank next you. time. Catch.